simply said, we all want to live well, do good, be happy, but we get caught up thinking that we have to be different to do it, that we have to be thinner or smarter or richer or healthier, that we have to fix something or change something within ourselves to be happy and make a positive impact on the world. I don't believe it. I believe we have all we need right now to do good and be happy. We just need to be ourselves, to go all in with our skills and talents, our energy and ideas, to be all that we are. But how do we do that in the middle of our regular routine with kids complaining and laundry to fold? How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we'll talk about here on Simply Said. I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about practical ways. And by practical, I mean the things that even I can do. And if I can do them, you can do them to live well, do good, and be happy. And it sure helps if we aren't so doggone tired, right? I have not been sleeping well. Could be perimenopause, and that is a whole other episode, people. It could be that I was worrying about what I had to get done at work today or dealing with bills or what I said to my daughter. Could be that I was reading that thriller book and I can't quite puzzle it out. I'm not sure how that's going to go. So I was thinking about that. Or it might be I'm feeling tired because my brain is tired. Fatigue, it turns out, is as much about mental and emotional wear and tear as it is physical exhaustion. Have you ever had a day like that where you're juggling lots of things at a time, you're, you're having parenting issues, you're managing budgets, you're dealing with a lot of details around a work project, you find yourself creative problem solving all day long, developing spreadsheets or work projects, thinking hard, solving problems, you're pushing yourself. Even though you never got up from the desk, you find yourself wiped out by the end of the day. And what we know now is that demanding cognitive processes, otherwise known as thinking, cause mental fatigue. But guess what? Thinking hard also contributes to physical fatigue. You know what I'm talking about. You sit perched behind a computer screen, and yet you come home so physically tired that you don't even have the energy to cook dinner or help with homework. Have you ever had a demanding day with the kids dealing with the different moods and challenges and felt like going to bed at 7 p.m.? Okay, maybe that's just me, but I doubt it. I think we're all needing a break by the end of the day. I used to feel tired all the time, and I couldn't figure it out because I was exhausted even on those days when I sat behind the desk all day writing my stories and working on my projects. Research by Christy Martin from the University of Canberra indicates that mental fatigue is caused by shifting chemicals in our brain due to the increase of cognitive effort. So when we spend a lot of time problem solving or thinking in a deep way, we burn a lot of fuel. And that causes changing levels of other chemicals in the brain and changes how neurotransmitters like dopamine are released. Simply said, It makes us feel more tired and less motivated. We feel fatigued by the end of the day. I'd like to say I'm always thinking hard and therefore I'm always feeling tired, but that's hogwash. (laughs) Many days I'm just plain worn out for any number of reasons. Some of it is I'm not sleeping well. Some of it is I'm worrying about tomorrow. Some of it is chronic illness. Some of it is I just can't settle down. 
But I finally got so sick of hearing myself say how tired I was. Every night around 4 p.m., I'd start to complain. And I wanted to figure this out. I feel like it made sense to be tired at the end of the day when I was working hard and raising a daughter and taking care of the house and all the other things. But I didn't feel like I should be so bone weary at the end of the day, especially on the quieter days when I was getting more rest. So I decided to check this out. What was going on? So I decided to do a little research and, and check into a few things. Now, if you really want to freak yourself out, put symptom of fatigue into an internet search and you will get loads of stuff that'll keep you awake at night and then you will be really tired. Or you could just start thinking things through. Here's the first thing I did. I took a look at my diet and I realized that I wasn't eating enough fruits and vegetables. Now, I wasn't about to give up pizza or my occasional glass of wine or cocktail, but I needed to manage my diet by putting in more of the things that were going to give me good fuel, good energy for the day. The fastest way to do that was to put in more fruits and vegetables. Now, fitness gurus talk about this all the time. They tell you to pay attention to what you put in your body. And I did. I started there. I noticed all the pizza and the tortilla chips and the beer. But I also noticed that while I was having salads as part of my meal at dinner and, and some vegetables at lunchtime, I really wasn't getting enough serving. I'm not a big vegetable fan, so it was easy to skip by them. But my energy was always flagging. So the first thing I did was start eating more fruits and vegetables. Now I have a minimum of seven servings a day, at least two at every meal, sometimes more. And I go for a lot of variety and colors, lots of uh, peppers, yellow peppers and orange peppers and leafy greens like spinach and lettuce. And I have tomatoes. I eat oranges and apples. Uh, asparagus and mushrooms, all kinds of things all day long. I even eat fruits and vegetables at breakfast. And I've done that by uh, creating a green smoothie, which I love. It's a little bit of spinach, uh, half an orange, and some strawberries that I put in the blender. And, and that's what I have at breakfast time to make sure I'm keeping up with my vegetables. At lunch, I always have a salad with other things if I want. Um, lots of vegetables in my sandwich if I decide to go that way, and then vegetables at dinner time. After probably a week or 10 days, I felt a lot better after adding to the fruit. I felt lighter um, and healthier, and I did feel more energized. The next thing I did was talk to my doctor, which I hadn't done this before. Um, in this way. I talked to her, we talked about my blood levels, the things that were going on in my body. And when I told her how tired I was feeling, we tested everything, cholesterol, thyroid, iron, my vitamin D levels, and a bunch of other stuff. What we found out is while my thyroid was normal, my iron was low, and my vitamin D levels were scary low. So I took a prescription dose of vitamin D for three months, and now I take a regular supplement every day. Within two weeks, I felt remarkably different. Now, there's some mixed news now about the power of vitamin D to help manage osteoporosis, but there is plenty of evidence that vitamin D, low levels of vitamin D contribute to fatigue and aches and pains, depressions and mood disorders, and a bunch of other stuff. I'll tell you what, ramping up my vitamin D intake made a huge difference in my fatigue levels at the end of the day and also helped me to manage my aches and pains differently and easier, which is significant considering I live with rheumatoid arthritis. That is a big deal. 
felt much more energy and less pain. I also looked at my exercise program, which consisted of me walking across the street to the mailbox and back, and I was worn out. I hate exercise, and I hate that the experts are on the right side of this one. I do not like it. I do not look forward to it. It's not something I'm getting used to, but it is now something I do four or five days a week, every week, and I have for a couple of years now. For somebody like me who deals with uh, joint stiffness, it really helps to keep my body moving physically, but it also helps me manage stress. It helps my head, right? I don't freak out so much about everything. And as we know, when we are thinking hard or obsessing or ruminating, that puts a strain on our body as well. It also boosts your body full of endorphins, the feel-good chemicals that make us have an easier time coping during our day. The fitness experts, the trainers, and the dietitians and nutritionists, they're on the right side of this one. Exercise does a whole lot more than just boost the strength in your body. And it has helped me to feel a lot better. So find a way to move during your day. Dance around the house. Go for a walk after work. Go for a walk on your lunch break. Do something to build in activity. I go to a gym four or five days a week, and I've found that it truly has helped my brain and my body restore. I sleep better at night. I feel better during the day. Now, it took about six to eight weeks. I was really out of shape. So when I got started, I was just exhausted and miserable, but it was worth it. So get started on a fitness or activity or exercise program. You might not feel better at the time, or you might. Most of my friends get a real bang for their buck when they're exercising. But I promise you, you will feel better after. And that is so worth it because we're only talking, you know, 20 minutes to an hour a day that you really need to build into your life. That's a lot of hours left feeling good when you're not in the gym. And the last part of what I did to boost my energy and ease the fatigue is I added in more of what I loved. This is a biggie for many. Many of my days were spent doing what needed to be done before this, but usually not the things that made me feel good. I did work that had to get done, um, pay my bills. I, you know, had lots of household chores like moms do. I did school activities to support my daughter. All those things that we do as grown-ups. But by the end of the day, I wasn't doing much that actually refresh me. I wasn't doing many of the things that really rebooted my energy, the things that felt good to my body and my brain and my soul. So now every day before bed, I do something that feels good to me. This can be a two-minute drill. This can be a two-hour thing. It just depends on the day. It depends on my mood. It depends on what's going on with the rest of my family. But this thing doesn't have to take a huge amount of time, and it doesn't have to take any money at all. Find the ways to build in the things you love all day long. So for me, one of those things is a moment of quiet. I always carve out some time to have a piece I have quiet time. Sometimes I'm hiding out in the closet. Sometimes it's while I'm taking a shower. Sometimes it's when I'm walking the dog. I turn off my phone. I turn off my podcast and I spend some quiet time. Often I get up early in the morning just to do this. Sometimes I fall asleep, but usually I'm really grateful for this time. Or I'll read a little bit of my book or I'll listen to a podcast about writing or, or true crime or something that I find entertaining or interesting. Sometimes this is a happy hour with my friends and nothing like hanging out with the girls to kind of boost my mood and make me feel good. Uh-huh. So find out what makes you feel good and do that 
thing at least a few minutes a day, longer if you have time, when you start adding in the things that make you feel good, your energy is revived. So listen to good music, spend time with good people, take a pause to go out and watch the sunset, do something fun, a fun activity, or go walk the dog, get your hair done, something that feels like play. Energy comes to us when we engage in something we care about. Feeling tired all the time? It could be because you are bored. So go find something fun and build moments of that into your day. Finally, make something. Human beings are expansive. We like to create. We like to experience novelty. We like to try new things. For me, this meant I had to find new ways of creating. Work was becoming a drain, too familiar. I loved to write, but I was writing similar material every day and I wasn't making anything new. I wasn't challenging myself to learn and become a better writer or to do anything different. So part of making something, part of this energy booster led me to the podcast. It was something that I liked to listen to, something I didn't know anything about. I thought maybe I'll start engaging with my writing and reconnecting this way. Most of all, it just became an exploration of my life. I was making something for the sake of making. So knit or draw or cook or blow glass or take an improv class. I took a storytelling and performance class. I took a ukulele class. I started engaging in life in a new way and making things again. Now, most of it was crap. Seriously. I mean, you never want to hear me play the ukulele. So if I ever start to talk about it, I would leave the room if I were you. But it was fun to learn. And it still makes me happy when I strum the ukulele a little bit. I always came home from those things fired up. And a lot of them I did right here. I, I started working with different writing. I started doing things a different way and became a maker again and connected with that creative energy. So find the thing you like to make. Try out a bunch of different things. You might stumble across something that isn't all that fun, but it might lead you to something else. Or pick up a coloring book or shape the Play-Doh or do something, make something, and you'll feel re-energized. Right? Makes sense? I mean, these are simple principles and I put them all in play in the last two years and I feel different in the days of my life. Am I tired at the end of the day? Sure I am. I'm doing a lot of things, living a full life just like you are. But I feel more engaged during the day and I don't feel beaten down by life. I feel energized by it. So eat more fruits and vegetables. Get your blood levels checked. Meet with your doctor. Exercise or add some physical activity in your life. Add in something you love, an enjoyable activity for a few minutes every day and make something, become a maker. And that brings us to the Simply Start segment. Simply start today by choosing one of these things that you'll do to take care of your body and your brain. Maybe you'll spend a few minutes listening to a new musical artist. Perhaps you'll schedule your doctor's appointment and get that blood checked. Maybe you'll change your diet. Even small ways can make a big difference to the energy you feel. Or maybe you'll start playing the piano again. I've been returning back to the ukulele too, which I play badly, but it makes me happy and it helps me relax a little bit. What will you do today to simply start boosting your energy? Put it on your schedule and keep going. 
If you want some more info about the things we've talked about here, I will put some show notes, uh, which will link you to some of the research that I used when I was starting my own process. You can find them on my website at www.imperfectspirituality.com. And you can contact me there too and let me know how you're doing. I will also tweet out research links on my Twitter account at PL Campbell. So follow me. And if you want more info about the research, you can find it there, www.imperfectspirituality.com or at at P.L. Campbell. And you can contact me there as well. Okay, for our Simply Nifty segment, this is where I get to talk about some of my favorite things. And this is something that makes me happy every morning. This is not an ad. Mrs. Meyer's Lemon Verbena Foaming Hand Soap. It makes me so happy every morning when I drag myself out of bed and over to the sink to wash my hands and face. This is a foaming hand wash that smells like lemon. And that citrusy smell is a natural energy booster. And the Verbena works as an antibacterial. I love this stuff. You put it on your hands, it fizzes and gives you kind of this fuzzy feeling and the citrus smell definitely wakes me up in the morning. I think that it is simply nifty. Mrs. Meyer's Lemon Verbena Foaming Hand Soap. Whew, got that out. Do you have an idea or a practice or a tip or a strategy that you think is simply nifty? Let me know about it. I'd love to share it with listeners. You can tweet me at, at PL Campbell or go to www.imperfectspirituality.com and drop me a note. And that's that for today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear on Simply Said, or you're just looking to avoid the next chore, take a minute and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Those things help us keep going and growing, and I appreciate them. I also appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing it with us here on Simply Said. Now, let's go live well, do good, be happy. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Acid.